0: you're listening to mindset and money with joe and ella you're going to learn how to bring balance to the crazy world of finances family and career so let's get to the show
1: hey guys welcome in everyone this is coach ella and okay and joe (laughs)
0: Okay, so you guys are listening to Mindset and Money with Joe and Ella. Um, we're going to talk about Mindset and...
1: Money. All about the dollar-dollar bills. Okay.
0: <laughs> As you can see, this will be a lively discussion. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> um So we're going to keep it casual. We're going to keep it fun. But we're also going to lay some heavy information so that you can... Uh, improve your overall financial well-being. But before we get into that, um, Coach Ella, how was your week?
1: Uh, It was good. It was good. You know, tired of the quarantine. Uh, I have been shooting around this thing uh, to a couple of my friends lately that I am failing second grade music. And I gotta tell you, after graduating cum laude with my bachelor's degree and getting a master's degree, I never thought in my lifetime, that I'd be failing second grade music, but that's what's happening right now.
0: (laughs) Okay, that's not going to breathe confidence (laughs) to our listeners, all right?
1: Listen, I, I think it's important to be honest, right? No. Yes, yes. It's important to be honest and transparent. I think a lot of people can resonate with the fact that, you know, elementary school is hard as hell, man. (laughs) as an adult it is okay never mind whatever
0: so now that you asked Mm -hmm. but my week was also very interesting
1: oh how was your week
0: (laughs) so the week ended off pretty good the beginning of the week was horrible uh we came back from uh your mom's house We, we broke the rules and we left our house and had fun and when we came back Every single fire alarm in the house was going off.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about that. It that was, was terrible. Yeah, that was horrible as hell. The fire department came. Oh my goodness. I gosh. panicked. I called the fire department. They stepped in here for like two minutes and was like, Yeah, uh, this don't seem like an emergency situation, so we about to bounce.
0: The emergency was we couldn't find <laughs> which <laughs>
1: <laughs> It was an emergency to us, but clearly not to the so. fire alarm. Not to find. You would
0: think for as much as we paying property taxes, they yeah. would have like
1: stayed for a little bit longer. to help us
0: find it. They would yeah. have had to locate something. No,
1: nope. no, they was like, nope, we yeah. out,
0: we out. <laughs> but I tell you, it's a blessing. Like with um in our area, um, all of the stores closed at eight o'clock, and we didn't get home until about like nine ten o'clock. Mm. I had to go to two different stores to find batteries because you wow. never had batteries for your smoke detector. You're
1: right about that. You're
0: right. So sixty dollars later
1: yeah that's that that will never happen to us again
0: of course it will because <laughs> right now we just have two babies.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hmm. so but the weekend did off uh, you know pretty good so um i hope all you guys are doing well and have some fun stories to share during this this tough time
1: yeah share some of your stories with us we want to hear are you failing any subjects in school right now with your kids what is what like I was speaking to a friend and she said well you're feeling second grade music I'm feeling kindergarten math (laughs) I said listen I feel you sister we're gonna make this out live together share with us some of your stories what what is the hardest thing for you right now if you have kids and you're teaching them and working and running a business
0: so At the same time Where do you want the folks to share these stories
1: Well I mean listen You can share the stories with us On, your, on our Facebook page um, Mindset of Money I think we're going to try to create that So Mindset of Money Facebook Should be a thing pretty soon By the time this hits the stores We're going to have a Facebook page We're going to have a
0: lot of stuff By the time this hits off
1: <laughs>
0: Alright We're so- just having
1: fun Mm-hmm.
0: Well, some of us are.
1: <laughs> I'm having a great time. Ask me what I'm drinking, guys. What am I drinking? A, water, or B, a crisp apple beer, or C, coffee?
0: Okay, I'll edit that out. So, um, we had some, so Ella and I, we are married for a long time. And we both are very opinionated people. And we had different ways about how we wanted to format the podcast. I just wanted to start going right in. I'm not a big fan of the whole introduction and the background about us. My feeling is that as we move forward, you guys will get to know us and love what we have to offer. Um, Manuela, well, Ella wanted to uh, have more of a, uh, help you guys understand why we've chosen to talk about mindset and money. So, sweetie, do you want to share with our our loyal listeners why you wanted to have us kind of break down what mindset of money is all about?
1: Well, I think like oftentimes we don't see the correlation that our money issues are really deeply rooted into our mindset about money. We don't see the correlation because it's hard to step outside of yourself and be able to see, hey, the way that the reason I don't have money is because I in my mind and in my heart, I don't even think I like money. I, I don't feel comfortable discussing money. I don't feel comfortable having lots of money in my hands. And it wasn't until later on um, in helping clients and and helping, you know, families and in helping husbands and wives that I was able to piece together from an out, outside perspective that the reason my clients were not making the kind of money that they wanted to make was because they had some really pretty messed up mindset issues surrounded by money. And often it's a traumatic experience that happened and it's a traumatic experience that happened when they were younger and they don't see the connection because hell, it's years later and I'm still having the same kind of stumbling block. So I think it's important to discuss it and I think it's important to know what your mindset is about money if you're trying really hard to break out of your financial kind of, mm-hmm. Sure. you know, like if you're trying to break out of your financial mess and you still seem to find yourself in the same cycle over and over again, then there's a deeper issue at foot.
0: I remember the first time I realized there was a issue with mindset and money and I didn't have the words at the time, but I spent most of my career working in financial services and I had this guy that I was trying to help Understand how he was throwing away hundreds of dollars a month in overdraft fees. And he would thank me because I worked at the bank. He was, man, I'm just so happy you guys paid these bills. Thank you so much. I mean, I treat it like a loan. What loan for less than $1,000 is going to charge you $100 a month in interest? And this guy was living a cycle every month like for at least a year. So about 1000 bucks a year just in overdraft charges. And then you Complain when you don't have money for gas and other stuff. So, uh-huh. and from a financial perspective, this is what the bank would call a top tier client because they're making a fortune off of this guy. And I felt bad for him because he didn't know better. So there's like all these background cultural conversations that need to happen, or, um, you know, there's a there's a reason that people have a broken mindset as it relates to money. So. I've dedicated my career to try to help people kind of understand like we're making poor decisions for lack of the ability of, or for lack of knowledge. And I think you're doing the same with some of your clients as well.
1: Absolutely. It's a lack of knowledge and it's a lack of awareness. And it takes somebody kind of stepping outside and observing your cycle and observing the situation that you find yourself in to be able to see, identify for you hey, this is the cycle you find, this is the cycle you're creating. For yourself, And this is, a, this is why you're stuck. So mindset essentially for me is helping you understand why you're stuck, not making the kind of money you want to make when you're working hard as hell, when you're hella um, talented, hella educated, and you're just not, you're not breaking through.
0: Okay. So what I want to do now is take a little break. And when we come back, I want to have a dialogue about why a difference in mindset is important. Specifically, why is it important to be wealthy? And I know that that's a challenging thing because some people don't see themselves as having the ability to be wealthy. So that's what we can get into. But there is an important in terms of your future and your family's future about the decisions that we make. So we're going to take a break. We'll be right back.
1: Welcome back to our podcast. This now you can do it. Oh. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome back to our podcast. This is Coach Ella and Coach Joe. We're continuing our conversation about mindset and money, trying to discuss why mindset and money are connected.
0: So before we went to the break, um, I posed a question, why is being wealthy important? And um, I was kind of researching this throughout the week to figure out like how to really talk about this. So you and I both... Talk to people that said, you know, just having enough as long as I, you know, keep food on the table and I have enough, I'm okay. And sometimes they're really not okay,
1: right? Hell no, they're not okay. Listen, nobody's okay struggling to pay your electric bill. Nobody's okay. Um, struggling to pay the college bills for your kids and manage, you know, your life, your life expenses, and maybe even sometimes your parents' life expenses, nobody's okay with that. Nobody's okay still driving an old car that they wish they could, you know, turn in earlier, but they can't because they financially can't afford it. And I think that's the thing that people don't realize it's either you have an abundance or you have a lack. There really is no freaking in between, Mm -hmm. like- why? You look at this whole um, pandemic, right? Like, what if you didn't have enough money to go buy groceries? That's a reality for a lot of people. That's a reality for a hell
0: of a lot of people. Like, if you're someone who um, is on public assistance or Social Security or any kind of person that gets paid once a month. When things hit the fan and you don't have any funds to do anything with. You don't
1: have You're not okay. You're not okay.
0: That emotion, that, that stress that it puts on you, that can be worse for your physical outlook than actually being hit with a virus.
1: Absolutely. Like, you look at the fact that your kids, and in our case, we have three kids, are home 24 7, and everyone has a different eating style, and everyone has, like, you know, different metabolism. Everyone wants different things, everyone needs different things, and they're here confined for 24 7 under lockdown. Like, what are we going to feed them? How are we going to keep them entertained? Like, the amount of money we've spent on entertainment items, right? Like, those huge Jenga pieces. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like um some of the games that we allowed them to purchase. Some, it, it's just a hell of a lot of money that we didn't see that we needed to spend in a very short amount of time. I
0: haven't thought about folks who, because I, in my background, I worked with a lot of people that were, um, I don't want a credit card. I just pay cash for everything. Well, now that you can't go to the stores. Most people who are doing okay, is because of online shopping. It is. If you don't have the financial means to buy stuff online, this is a very tough time for you.
1: This is a very tough time. This is a very difficult time. And we talk to people, and I'm sad to say a lot of them um, are Christians who say, you know, I I don't need a lot of money. I just want to be comfortable. I just want to have this. But how are you going to, like, thinking about money and mindset, Right. The, the truth that people don't talk about is how are you going to support mission trips if you don't have money?
0: It's a good point. it's a good point. How
1: do you feed the hungry if you don't have money? How do you feed the widows if you don't have money? How do you feed the homeless? How How is it that you will financially be able to meet the needs of other people if you don't have money, if you don't have wealth? Like if giving should not feel like a whole chore every single time you have to give because that limits the amount of giving that you give.
0: There's a difference in mindset between um, being greedy, um, wanting to have an abundance just for selfish purposes, and wanting to have enough so you could actually do good with it.
1: Absolutely. You think about the number of churches that probably have to close down this year because they lack the financial means to be able to, what, thrive, right? Like people have stopped giving, people have stopped tithing, people have stopped giving offerings, people have stopped committing their time. Like these churches that are preaching the word, they are suffering, right? And you could be of assistance if you yourself had the right mindset about money.
0: So... So what's your definition of well what's your definition of being wealthy? Let, let's kind of put some framework around that.
1: Like I think wealth is about having more than enough for my basic needs, more than enough. More than enough for me to be like, okay, I'm good, and then having enough that I can put into and invest into the the people, the places and the organizations that are really really important to me. Like and I think that I will never have enough wealth. And I'm okay with that. Before I used to really feel bad about that. Like like oh my God, like I am so greedy. I don't wanna have so much money. Oh my god. But 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 dang it. If I don't have it, then who is?
0: So for me, I'm the same way. I, I wanna have more than I need so that I can be generous. And I'm also accepting the fact, and this was my own personal block that I'm a greedy capitalist.
1: Uh, I think that's okay. And you know, I don't like the word greedy in front of capitalists. I just think you're a capitalist.
0: Well, I want... Because I thought about this because in in one of our businesses, um, March was an un, one of the best months we've ever had. And it's exciting when you're you're doing good and you're making sales and you're closing deals. But it was never enough for me. Like, you know, if I close a big deal, it's like, okay... Let me go find another one. So I'm grateful for the opportunity to be successful, but I want more. And part of the reason that I want more is I realize that the more I have, the more problems that I can solve.
1: Absolutely. And, and that's why I don't like you putting the word greedy in front of it because it sets a negative connotation. You're just a capitalist. You're just a business owner. You're, you know what I mean? You're an entrepreneur. Your job as an entrepreneur is to make as much money legally as it's possible. Sensible. And it's nothing because I'm not, I don't want to go
0: out and buy extravagant things.
1: I don't, and if, even if you did, who cares?
0: But that's not my motivation.
1: I understand that. But if you did, that's okay too.
0: It is okay. Uh, but... And I, I guess I do, but that's not my f- the first thing on my hierarchy. um I want to make sure that we have enough resources for our family, and then you realize with these changing times that you always need more than you think you have.
1: you absolutely do like for and bro, how much money did we spend trying to accumulate toilet paper for our family more than i'm more than I'm comfortable saying yeah, more than yeah. I'm comfortable saying listen. I am my. I have a friend who was able to procure, okay, 160 toilet paper rolls for $180. That's a bargain. And, and now I'm like, oh, that, that's an affordable thing. That's like, that's something we're definitely gonna have to consider doing. Ooh. Where before, you know, spending anywhere more than twelve dollars on a roll of toilet paper, you're like, what the hell? What what is what is this three ply? <laughs> Do use, I even need this?
0: We use our hands.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like, hundred eighty dollars. Oh, that's a steal. That's a steal. That's a bargain. I got yeah. this. You know, um. So the times are changing. The times are changing, and you have to be prepared for it. You really have to be prepared. And like,
0: unfortunately, you you need money. It has to be part of your preparation.
1: It has to be part of your preparation. Like you know, we <laughs> you you need more than you think you need going into this, right? Like you think about the um the utility bills that have increased, okay, as sure. a result of everyone being home.
0: But not only that, like think about because I think about this too, like. Um, when someone orders something and I have to ship it to them, I'm creating a job for somebody to do. You are? So the more successful my business is, the more I can impact in a positive way my local economy.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, so if more entrepreneurs really start. if I can take this idea as far as I can, there's a ripple effect of how the people get blessed because of your idea.
1: There is. There is a ripple effect. And there's a ripple effect to how many generations... You can adequately provide for based off the decisions that you're making right now, because it's more than just meeting your needs. You, you want to be able to, you know, when you're really wealth conscious, set a nest egg for your children and your children's children. It doesn't stop with you, you know, and in some cases, so many people are financially providing for their parents.
0: Yeah, that's 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 a tough one.
1: That's that's a that's a tough one. So you I think it's selfish of you as an entrepreneur to say, Okay, I only need to make six figures or I only need to make um fifteen thousand dollars a month or this, and this, 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 that I and any anytime I if I could make more, that's it. I don't wanna make more. That's selfish. I think that is selfish versus being the capitalist driven entrepreneur that says I want to make as much bank as I can legally. Okay, I, I want to keep saying that because I'm not trying to condone uh, illegal transactions out here in these streets. Don't want no one saying, hey, I heard it on a podcast about mindset and money. Can you be a little bit more convincing when you say uh, like that? Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want Popo listening. You listening, Popo?
0: <laughs> okay, so the other thing that I wanted to that I wanted to uh, kind of get into, you talked about. That limitation. I want to make six figures. I want to make fifty thousand. I want to make twenty thousand. How much of that is a confidence issue versus a a broken mindset issue? Listen,
1: I think a lot of it is a confidence issue because if I'm consistently making six figures, I'm comfortable, right? But if I make more than six figures and I start creeping into that seven figure rank, now become uncomfortable because now I'm positioning myself with people that I'm not that aren't that aren't familiar to me, right? right? like, it's not my friends, it's not my cousins, you know what I mean? Like, it's not people that I'm, I'm in spaces and in different circles that, you know, I got to set my game up. Sure. You know, and if I got to set my game up, then I have to present myself differently than I have before. And hell, I want to be comfortable.
0: And I thought about the other angle to it of, if I set a small target and I hit the target, then, you know, I won. Mm-hmm. So I want to make an extra $10,000 this year. And that's great if that's what the goal is. mm mm-hmm. But the mindset should be, is that enough? Yeah. And we really start looking at what you need to be uh, successful in whatever it is that you do. Mm-hmm. Is that, I think, that you want to just take off the dollar figure and just go for as much as possible?
1: As much as possible. Because you, you, you need to have a thick behind rainy day season.
0: And there's going to be a lot of rainy days.
1: There's going to be a whole lot of rainy days. And you need to have a thick savings account so that when that rainy day comes, like, you guys are comfortable. You guys are not struggling. Aren't like, oh, my God, when is this going to happen? When is that going to happen? Because what, what what's the numbers? 22 million people unemployed right now? So in the month of
0: March, 26 million people filed for unemployment. Jesus That doesn't take into account people who are already unemployed prior to that.
1: Yeah, man, that's madness. And
0: for some of those folks, the jobs will come back. But for most of them, if they do come back, there's going to be a lot different.
1: Yeah.
0: it's going to be reduced hours. It is. And for a a segment of those, their job is gone forever.
1: And if you're an entrepreneur and... You know, like, you know, this you yourself are in a position where you're going to be cutting down the hours of people who you've grown to love. You've grown to uh, start to feel like family. Right. Like, but you for the business perspective are going to be having to cut them down. Right. Like, imagine how difficult that is for you. But if you had a comfortable nest egg, you might still be able to kind of pay them until business picks up again. Right? Like, and that's what I'm saying about it has to be more than you. Wealth is more, it's, it's, it's greater than you. That's a
0: great point. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than you. So uh, Ella and I were both believers. And a foundation of our marriage has always been to um, have enough for your children's children.
1: Yep.
0: And there's different ways to get there. But I think you and I both realized the typical nine to five, it may help you and I have enough. But it's not enough to carry on for one generation, let alone two. It's not. So I want to take our last break. And when we come back, I want to talk about um, some ways we can recognize that our mindset may be flawed and possibly some things that we can do about it. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Mindset and Money with Joe and Ella. Um, if you guys are enjoying the podcast, you would love what happens behind the scenes. <laughs> uh, so if you think it's fun listening to us, um, maybe one day I'll, I'll edit together the outtakes and I can, I can make a fortune with that.
1: Uh, I don't know if I want to be recorded without my knowledge.
0: It's been happening for years.
1: Uh, I don't know about that. I don't think I like that, <laughs> yeah. the sound of that. I don't think I want our listeners to get to know me so, so well, so quickly.
0: Okay, so we were talking about um why we need people to be have a mindset towards both, and we kind of talked about uh the reason that you need to have is so that you have actually more than more than enough for your own personal needs, so I don't assign a dollar figure to it and i I remember listening to this guy out of Miami called Grant Cardone who's um working on being a billionaire and he would get criticism for, dude, don't you have enough? I mean, he's worth hundreds of millions of dollars, and he recently started an invest, like a mutual fund for his investments. And I was like, dude, trying to be a multi-billionaire. And he said, "Look, I want to make sure that I have enough." And at his level, he has different problems. He's concerned about lawsuits, uh, for his schedule. His children are um, homeschooled. But for the business that he does, it requires him to travel a lot. So he bought a jet and he talked about his experience of being able to travel overseas with his entire family while he's wheeling and dealing with his business. His wife is teaching his kids and that lifestyle costs
1: a lot. It sure does. And, you know, one of the things I don't think people keep in mind is you want the right people to have wealth. You don't want the greedy, um, non-ethical people to have the most amount of resources and wealth in this world. That's not who you want. So if you're a hard worker, if you're dedicated, if you're family oriented, if you have a heart for people, if you're empathetic, you're a giver, blah, 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 all those great qualities, right? Like that, that you are naturally, I think you would be someone that I want to be able to trust. With wealth, and that's what part of the problem is
0: now, is too many people in that one percent that we always talk about, they don't have that moral code that most other that a lot of people work. Absolutely,
1: like you think about it, like you know, someone who knows the real life struggle, okay, of a single mother or the real life struggle of someone who's barely surviving and barely um, making ends meet, right? They they now have access to wealth. Well, they'll make better conscious decisions, right? For the for the people underneath them because they can connect with that. That's right. And and you have a responsibility as a business owner as um anyone just like living and surviving in this world to make as much money and as much time as you can for the people who are coming beneath you. And
0: also, let's not be shy about it. Money buys influence.
1: Money buys influence. Absolutely. So the
0: more you have, the more influence you have over your local community, yes. over your city, over your state. And-
1: is that having money dictates what schools your kids are going to go to? Having money dictates, you know, like where you're going to be able to buy your house. Are you buying the house in the hood, or are you buying the house in the city that you really, really would love and that you could pass down to your kids? Are you being able to position yourself to live in an environment where there's a good school district, where it's slow in crime? Baby, like, are you able to go to grocery stores that actually have toilet paper on the shelves, right? Because I'm sure not every grocery store in America is running out of toilet paper.
0: There's some people, and I know this from my background, there's people who actually get a call when resources are running low, hey, you need to get in here.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you know, like, if you're just stuck at the... You know, piggly wiggly, right? Like because that's the, the neighborhood whatever, yeah. you're that's the neighborhood you you can financially afford to be in, right? You're running out of things faster than someone in a wealth of affluential um areas running out of them.
0: Even with this uh SBA loan that came out, uh the, the bankers chose winners and losers. Mm-hmm. So they called their best customers. Mm-hmm had them submit applications before they opened applications to the general public. Absolutely. So the people who really didn't need it, it was just nice to have that, that resource, they got it before it was offered to the people who need it.
1: And, and, and we, can't, we can't stick our head in the mud and say, oh, money is not important, money is not important. Money is definitely important. And, and nothing makes you realize that money is important until you ain't got enough. Yeah. Until you like ten dollars short, ten thousand dollars short, um, fifteen hundred dollars short on being able to make a deal that is really going to be like a huge deal to you, your business, your family. That's when you're like, dang, money is important.
0: And even think about this, like we talked before about uh, the people of our age who are taking care of both their parents and their children. Yes. Imagine you had the means to have a house big enough. Or you're able to buy enough land so everybody can be close together so you're not spread out over different cities or different parts Absolutely. of town. And it's running you ragged to go from house to house to do it. Um, so really you have to look at, forget the word money, and look like resources. You want to have as much resource as possible.
1: Absolutely. Because in a time of crisis, it's the people who have the resources who are going to be a resource for their community a resource for their family, you know? And now the question is, like, how do I know if I don't have enough? Like, if my mindset around money is messed up?
0: So I think it comes with being honest with yourself. It's nice to say publicly, I don't really care about money. And as long as I have what I need and I can still give whatever to to, to my local church or the charity that I like, and I'm okay. But are you really okay at the end of the year when you look at your W2s like, that's it? Are you
1: okay being at the mercy of other people? Yeah. And and the answer is hell no. Or do you want to be able to take the front line seat, to take the driving seat? You know, like, are you okay, you know, having to depend on when the government wants to release an extra $1,200 into your pocket or when the government decides, oh, let's open up this SBA loan type of, you know, for businesses. Is that what your comfort level is? Because that's really what wealth is. And really
0: the other thing that I thought about too are you okay with dealing with disrespect in the workplace? Yeah. We, now, unfortunately, far too many people have to go through that because they don't have the resources to to find something else. So they have their good job, they're good at it, they don't feel that threat of being fired. However, you have to be, and I saw this throughout my sales career, where some people are just torn to shreds on a conference call or in public meetings, and they have to take it because they're not wealthy. Yeah. There's some people who have the the financial resources to say, you know what? I will not be spoken to like that. I will find something else and I'm okay without this.
1: Absolutely.
0: And those people they because of their level of confidence in themselves, normally they bounce back pretty quickly when they do transition from one position to another. But I think you have to be honest with yourself. Are you honest when you look at your your uh your bank statements and you see that everyone else is getting paid besides you?
1: Absolutely. Like are are you comfortable? Like you mentioned about being able to provide for you, your, your children, and your parents at the same time. Like, are you comfortable watching your parents struggling and knowing that if they had an extra $2,000 or extra $60,000 in their hands, that life would be different for them? And the answer, the short answer is probably not. And if you're probably not, then stop calling yourself a greedy capitalist mm-hmm. and just consider yourself a capitalist.
0: If you think about this. Because being wealthy doesn't mean that you give everyone a handout. No, but you can be you can put yourself in a position to give a hand up. Yes. So, what about the person in your family who has a good heart, may have made some bad decisions, yep, uh, or got caught up in a situation without making a bad decision,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and having difficulty finding a job? You could create one for them.
1: Absolutely.
0: Or a person, uh, like I went through this with, with my mother, where she had to retire. Uh, she was at that age where. Um, Her health was starting to change and going to work every day was a big part of her health declining. Nothing but the Holy Spirit said, you got to retire. And I forced her to retire. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were blessed to be able to take care of some of the expenses that that went into that. Um, But it just hit me like, what if I was able to, instead of taking care of expenses... I was able to just create another job that was less stressful for her.
1: Absolutely, Absolutely. You know? Like so, and, and that's the thing about it is having an honest dialogue with yourself um, about what are my viewpoints about money? What's keeping me from making a lot of money? And I think for many of the clients that I've had that have been really successful, um, who have broken their own personal barriers and who've addressed their own mindset stuff, I mean, it's come with just seeking help. Um, it's come with having a conversation with someone who is really, really trained and being able to identify those inner struggles, um, the inner dialogue that goes in, uh, being able to talk with someone who can help you pinpoint your, the trauma moment for you.
0: There is, um, and I was listening to TD Jakes about this the other day and I don't really listen to him. It's just, um. I'm just trying to fill my brain with more positive stuff because I stopped watching the news for the most part. And he talked about where some of these views on money come from. And a lot of it is cultural. You know, um, some of it is ethnicity-based, but a lot of it's just cultural. But you have to challenge yourself to get past that because something that he shared, T.D. Jake's like steak because when he was coming up, he had very humble beginnings. His dad had steak on special occasions. So you felt like a man when you had a piece of steak. That's all that it took. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he missed some of the other values mm-hmm. that went into to manhood, but he just associated the steak as the sign that I've made it. For some other people, that may be cars or whatever the case may be. Or your broken money views may come from the fact that the people who uh, were nurturing you in your younger days, they didn't have much. So they were okay with it because they didn't want to make you feel that, you know, you were less than. So we can be honest, not having a lot does not mean that you're less than. So just break that right now. But if you have ideas that could cause you to have more and be in a better situation, take advantage of those ideas.
1: Absolutely. Take advantage of those ideas and be okay with reaching places that your loved ones were not able to reach. You know, like it's possible that you'll make more money than your father made. Um, and it's possible that you'll make more money than your auntie or your cousin made. It doesn't make them bad people. It doesn't make you amazingly great. It just means that you have access to resources that maybe they didn't. And maybe you're willing to pay a price that not a lot of other people are willing to pay. Because to be honest, being wealthy costs. It's a lot. There's a high price cost associated with it. And that's why a lot more people aren't wealthy, right?
0: It's, it's, um...
1: But that's the, a conversation for another day,
0: though. The the work that goes into it is, well, I'll say this. It's a lot of work, but it doesn't have to be hard work. No. And that's where the mindset comes in. That's mm-hmm. the last thing that I want to say about the topic. You know, when you make up your mindset that you want something different, you see opportunities. And I, and what you're going to start hearing me say more, of that poverty mindset is blinding.
1: It sure as hell is. How it is. It's so blinding, and it—you know—you're right, because you start, you do start seeing other opportunities. It's kind of like when you buy a new car. Like, um, if exactly. you buy a, a Lexus RX three fifty, right? Once you drive out of the parking lot of the everybody dealership, you notice how everybody has the Lexus RX 350. Same color you got. Same color you got. You're like, dang, I ain't never seen them. I ain't never seen them mm-hmm. in the streets. I thought I was going to be hot stuff. And you start seeing them over and over and over again. And that's because there's a level of awareness that you have to this that you did not have before.
0: So, well, I know that through, um, through the coaching platform, uh you've been working on some resources to help people break that.
1: I do plug alert so listen um if you are you're really serious right about profiting during this time and you're really serious about breaking through your own barriers and making money and not just making money but building wealth for you and for your family, then you really need to check out my new training. It's called Pivot to Profit. Um, And in this training, it's like just really nuts and bolts about what you need to do and the steps that you need to take so that you can be profitable in this time of so much uncertainty.
0: And where can people find information about this?
1: Listen, you can visit my Facebook page, Intentionally Exceptional. And you can visit um, my personal page, uh, Ella Love. Okay? Okay. So check it out and let me know. All right. I'll probably try to see if I can't drop a link uh, underneath wherever we're going to post. So I'll,
0: I'll, um, uh, I will in the show notes, as they say.
1: Oh, show notes. We uh, professional now.
0: I'll put a link in, uh, but we just want to encourage everybody be the best that you can as often as you can.
1: Absolutely. Be the best that you can as often and make as many dollars as possibly possible. Do
0: you always have to have the last word?
1: No, but it's nice to. Okay. Say goodbye to our friends. You say goodbye first. You say goodbye. You
0: say goodbye. Shut up and get in the car. All right. Bye.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for tuning in.